welcome to episode three of A1 Rediscovering Film. And again, I'm your host, Juan. Uh, thank you for joining me today. Finally going to talk about those influences and influencers, the people, places, and things that are helping me, instructing me, and inspiring me along my way as I learn more and more about film photography. Uh, going to start with a print side of things. Uh, this goes back to my childhood. The uh, <clears throat> When I was growing up, picture magazines were a big deal. Time, Life, Look, National Geographic, uh, those were your print windows on the world, uh, taking you to places and uh, bringing home the news um, from around the world. And uh, I just found all of those images so compelling and fascinating. And honestly, one of the wonderful things about today's world is that a lot of that, a lot of those photos, in fact, those complete issues of, in particular, Life magazine, are available online. Uh, in fact, I remember back in, I believe, in the 90s, uh, National Geographic re released an extensive set of compact discs that included every single issue of their magazine from the beginnings through, um, I don't recall where they cut it off, might have been in the 90s as, as a matter of fact, uh, and uh, I think it was like $99 for the complete set, which um, there was a part of me that wanted to pop for that years ago, I'm sorry that I didn't. I would imagine, although I haven't done a, done research to find out if National Geographic's online, but I did discover just recently, in fact, that Life Magazine's Complete History is available online, and you can go through each and every issue, read stories, look at the photos, um, and uh, see some of those things that uh, st stand out still, in some cases, in my mind. Um, and, of course... Newspapers were a big deal as I was coming of age. Um, I'm from Chicago originally, so the Chicago papers, the Tribune, Sun-Times, uh, the Daily News and American, which were two afternoon papers that are no longer in existence anymore. Um, if you're an old guy like me, your town probably had <clears throat> both morning and afternoon papers. Uh, and that have all fallen by the wayside, and newspapers in general are in trouble, and I think that's a sad thing, uh, that they don't do what they once did. Um, I'm in San Diego, California now, and I remember the San Diego Union Tribune, when I used to come out to visit here before I moved out here, uh, used to be a big newspaper, you know, especially on Sundays, and, uh, full of great articles and in-depth pieces and photographs and stuff. And nowadays it's just a thin little sliver, a uh, mere shadow of what it used to be, which is the case with those, you know, so many newspapers. With maybe a few exceptions, but there aren't many. Um, and of course there were coffee table photo, photo books, photography books, uh, landscape photography, fashion photography, uh, sports photography. Uh, we had books like that uh, when I was growing up, and I just found, you know, photography, you know, looking at those at those photos to just be a, a really cool thing to do. I I would be mesmerized 
by photos of all kinds, uh, whether it was landscapes or fashion or, or, or sports. Um, and then, of course, when you get a little older, <laughs> you start to feel your oats a little bit. Uh, there is always that guy, you know, in the neighborhood who looked a little older and <laughs> got a hold of things like Playboy magazine. Different kind of photography, different kind of thing. Well, yeah, yeah, I got into that too. Uh, <laughs> but photography was my, not my main interest back then. I was interested in, in, in writing. I wanted to be a writer and I got to become a writer to an extent. I mean, not the kind of writer I really wanted to be. But I did write advertising copy and eventually transitioned into writing scripts for video, uh, corporate video, training videos and image videos, that sort of thing. Um, so writing was my focus. Um, now, when I became a video producer, I did purchase a camcorder, a couple camcorders, and started fooling around with video on my own so that I would learn about the process of making video so I would understand, you know, better what needed to be done and in terms of, you know, composition and eventually lighting and that sort of thing. When I first tried a film camera, I didn't know any of that stuff because it was a few years before I became a producer and the photos that I took back then reflected that. They were not very good for the most part. Although even a blind squirrel can get find a nut sometimes, and I did, you know, manage to get a few photographs that were okay, decent. But again, film photography was not something that was foremost in my mind or my interest uh, until very recently, when because I have not been working in a creative field. Over the last few years, I, I wanted to, to have a creative outlet. There were a couple other things that I did, but again, not thinking of photography until recently. In the last year or so, I was actually looking to buy a camcorder and perhaps even a digital camera because a lot of the newer digital cameras, of course, do video as well. So I was looking and in my searches, you know, sometimes field cameras would come up, and it was just, for some reason, the idea of doing film photography intrigued me. So, in the course of doing the research and learning about film cameras, more and more about them, the more and more I was intrigued by the process and the gear, and the more interested I was in in trying it out. So that's how I ended up where I've ended up and how I began this journey. So uh, a lot of the resources that I found and used, I want to share some of that information with you because it might be helpful to you. You might be aware of some of these um, websites or YouTubers that I'm going to share with you here, or and maybe not. Uh, you might know of some that might be useful to me, and please feel free to you know provide me with some feedback and let me know. Uh, maybe you're some of you you are one of those YouTube creators or bloggers online who uh, you know author some of this stuff. And if you are, I thank you for those resources because they've been very helpful to me. Uh, let me start online here with some of the um, the websites that I uh, run across and that I find very useful. 
the the first one, and this is something that I just came across recently, is the Life Magazine archives uh, maintained by Google. Uh, every single issue of Life Magazine is online, and that's really cool because I actually found myself uh, going through the site and looking at some of these old issues and uh, actually remembering some of those issues because, again, Life was uh, a magazine that my family subscribed to when I was a kid, and it was kind of cool to relive some of those uh some of those photos that I can remember. Um, when I was researching cameras and getting, you know, trying to get more information on the Canon A1 before I actually purchased uh, my first one, uh, which I did via eBay, um, actually gotten most of my cameras uh, through eBay. Um, there were reviewers, bloggers, whose names would come up, whose sites would come up, Whenever I research either A1 or another camera that I was interested in uh, learning more about, the first two, uh, Matt Denton and Jim Gray. Uh, I'm not sure where Matt Denton is. Um, and I know Jim Gray, I believe, is based out of Indianapolis. And their sites, <clears throat> they are camera guys and uh, photographers and, and gear fans. And maybe they've got gas like I had gas for a while. <laughs> But uh, their, inf their websites both were very, very helpful. Uh, when I was researching the A1, uh, both their sites came up. I think when I was searching uh, for information on the Minolta X700, their sites came up. Uh, they review the cameras. They show you photos that they've taken with the cameras. And uh, really, really helpful. So if you're looking for a camera, for camera information, film camera information online, or photography information in general online, their sites may come up in your searches. I highly recommend uh, trying those, you know, going to those sites because they, they do provide you with very, very worthwhile info. And of course, there is, a, a, I guess, a photography legend, uh, Ken Rockwell. His site, chock full of information on film cameras, digital cameras, mostly digital because he is a digital shooter, digital pro. And uh, he is mentioned sometimes by other, he's referenced by other sites, uh, either, you know, blogs or on YouTube. Uh, kind of controversial because he has, he has strong uh, opinions about photography and photographic gear. And, uh, you know, take that, you know, leave it however you want, but... Uh, Ken Rockwell is a great resource for camera information, and uh, he also covers photography in general, finds some very useful information, he talks about, you know, the gear and lenses, you know, camera bodies and lenses and all, all, ki all kinds of things. Definitely, definitely Ken Rockwell is worth a, uh, a view on his, his website. There's a site called 35MMC, I believe they're based in, uh, in the UK, I could be wrong about that. Uh, they cover film photography, they cover, they talk about gear, and they talk about the process, uh, they talk about film emulsions and things, uh, and other, uh, photographic topics, uh, definitely worthwhile. Uh, some, uh, film forum sites, uh, like photo.net, where there are conversations about and debates about different, uh, photographic gear. Uh, they were very helpful to me. Um, sites like Flickr.com or Lomography.com. 
uh, where you can go and see some photos taken with the gear that you might be interested in and see if it uh, meets with your approval. Uh, of course, you're basing it on what other folks are doing. Uh, I mean, the, 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 when the rubber hits the road, it's when you actually have that camera in your hand and you're taking the photos and you're the one responsible for the imagery. But uh, Flickr and Lomography are great sites to, you know, see uh, the results of what a camera can do, um, along with the YouTube sites that I'm, I'm going to get into a little bit later. Um, in particular, Lomography is interesting because... As you know, and I just learned about Lomography in the last year because I didn't even know. It's like I didn't even know what that word was when I first ran across it. What the hell is Lomography? Well, I've since learned about it. I've, I've watched a couple of YouTube documentaries on the uh, on Lomography's history, the whole Lomographic movement. And um, whereas that's not a place where I see myself necessarily... It's great that they exist because they have really done a lot to keep film alive as the world has tr transitioned into digital uh, film or digital photography from film photography. Uh, so definitely, uh, they're, they're using more than toy cameras out there. In fact, that's uh, one of the sites I ran across when I was researching the A1 and seeing some of the photos taken with A1s by, you know, folks who are who have a lomographic bent, if you will. Uh, and it's fascinating stuff because, you know, they're obviously, they've got that sort of, you know, don't think, shoot mentality and shoot from the hip. And it's some of the things that come out of that process uh, can be very, very, very uh, revealing and fascinating and, and, and fun, really. Maybe I could become a lomographer. Maybe I should buy a Holga or a Diana or something, one of those toy cameras and start fooling around with it. Maybe I will. I mean, maybe my journey will take me there. Right now it just hasn't, but uh, they're definitely, you know, uh, worth a look if you are looking for, you may not find, you know, every film camera out there because there, there's no way that there's information on every film camera. Lots of especially like with the compact point and shoots, you know, it's something intrigues me a little bit. Like, let me find out a little more. And you discover there's, there are gaps. There are some, you know, cameras there where it's hard to find information, but for most of the cameras that you could think of, things that are recommended to you as like cameras for beginners, 35 millimeter cameras, like the Pentax K1000, the Canon AE1, you're going to find, you know, sites that have information on it, specs and details and reviews, uh, and and those 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 are some of them. There are many many others out there uh, that are available. But these are the ones that I ran across mainly at, through my research, and I thought I'd share them with you. And uh, again, you may run across them too. Let's go to YouTube, the videos, and uh, those video sites that are have been of help to me. Again, my focus at first was, you know, film photography in general, then the Canon A1, which kept coming up in my search when I started looking for film camera information. And now I should I should back that up a little bit. I should put this in. I, I think I might have mentioned this before. But the reason the Canon A1 film camera came up is because I once owned a Canon A1 Hi8 camcorder. And I started looking online for info on that to see, you know, just out of curiosity... And the Canon A1 film camera kept coming up in the search. And I talked about this in my first episode, so I won't go, I'm not going to rehash this too much. 
But that's the reason why I ended up getting an A1, because they kept coming up. And I started reading, you know, out of curiosity, and then fascination, and then intrigue, and then interest, and then I ended up purchasing that. An A1 is my first film camera. So on the YouTube side, when I searched the A1, uh, I ran across these YouTubers, the, their, 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 their uh, channels, and they have all been helpful, not just for the A1, but also for information on film photography in general, uh, lighting, composition, film emulsions, I mean, all kinds of great stuff. And, and any one of these sites that I'm going to mention, with a couple of exceptions, and I'll, I'll point those out, uh, these, these sites are great for general photographic info as well as reviews and user experiences with actual camera gear. The first uh, one I want to mention is David Hancock, who does very detailed reviews of film cameras. And in fact, you, you might want to think of them as video user guides because he goes into that much detail in showing the features of the camera, how to use the camera, and some of, some of the more detailed videos, he will do a section on the features, a video on the features of the camera, then he'll do a separate video on how to use the camera, how to load the film, and, 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 and shoot, and some of the special features of the camera. Like, for instance, the Canon A1, and there are other cameras out there, they have a multi-exposure lever that you can use. You just flip a switch and then you can do multiple exposures. Others you have to, you know, trick them into doing double exposures or, or you know, more than that. And it, it, you know, makes it a little more involved. But the Canon A1, which I would imagine it's got to be popular among lamographers who like to, you know, do multi-exposures. And for that reason, because it's so easy to do multiple exposures with it. Uh... Matt Day, a photographer based in Ohio, who is a, uh, just lots and lots of information on photography in general, camera reviews. He um, also covers, in addition to 35 millimeter, he covers medium format, he covers Polaroid. Did a, a really interesting review of the, SX, the, the Polaroid SX-70 camera. And... Uh, I was not really big into Polaroids. I know when I was a kid, uh, our family had a Polaroid, a couple of Polaroid cameras. One of them was a Polaroid Swinger. And uh, I remember trying to take pictures with that as a kid. And maybe I did take some. It's just that uh, they're, you know, not that many and don't have them anymore. So, uh, But anyway, Matt Day is a good guy. He also does a podcast. I think it's called The Shoot. I don't know if he's still doing it because it looks like uh, the podcast stopped sometime last year, but maybe he'll pick it up again or maybe he's still doing it and I'm just not seeing the more recent ones. Uh, there's a uh, another YouTuber, Dan Bullman, also photography reviews, film reviews, um, tips on the you know photography and the whole process. Uh, another gentleman out of Canada. His name is Azriel Knight. And he's done a number of different uh, types of videos. A uh, series on uh, camera reviews and uh, shooting experience with those cameras. And he also in, 
in his videos, he will, because he, he develops his own film, he will take you through that process and show you via montage how, you know, uh, developing the film in the, his dark room. And kind of real fun videos and, and interesting videos. He has some strong opinions about, you know, photography and cameras and stuff. But really, really worthwhile and educational. Um, got me thinking about actually trying to develop film. I haven't done that yet. I, I don't know if I will because it seems like it's daunting. But really, the more I read about it, about developing one's own film... Uh, the more I think, maybe I should give that a try. And if I do, <laughs> I know that there are resources out there that will help me along the way. Um, there are other camera review sites. Uh, one is called The Gas Station. And this guy, I swear, he is the film photography equivalent of Jay Leno's Garage. He must have every camera you could imagine from the cheapest point-and-shoots to, I mean, high-end Leicas and stuff. And I think he even has some, some medium-format cameras as well. Uh, all kinds of reviews. If you're looking for camera gear and you do a search on YouTube, you may run across uh, his site in the listings if he has, you know, if he's reviewed the camera that you're looking for. Uh, again, a lot of detail, a lot of, you know, uh, shows you how the cameras work and takes you through the user experience, too. So, uh, another one who's not on my list, but I'm thinking of him because I didn't include him on my list, is um, a Chilean guy who lives in London but travels the world. His name is Eduardo Pavez Goye, who does camera reviews and takes some really cool street photography photos. Uh, and it really is worth worth uh, tuning into for just inspiration because he has a passion for photography and uh, it, it it's very infectious I think speaking of infectious enthusiasm there's a young guy named who goes by the name of King Japes who I ran across uh, in my initial searches for info on the Canon A1 uh, who's again very very young he's barely 20 years old and yet his enthusiasm for photography, his interest in photography, his passion for it, and his the, the knowledge that he's gained at such a young uh, age is very, very infectious and inspiring. I love watching his videos. I, I mean, they're really fun. So uh, there are other sites, other places, other uh, videos that you might run across on YouTube, other uh, blogs or review sites on online that you might run across. Uh, those are the ones that have most intrigued, influenced, and inspired me. And um, I could mention some others. I mean, there are other sites, uh, but I uh, won't go into those now. Just wanted to share with you those sites that have m been the most helpful to me as I go on this journey. So um, next time around, I think I'm going to talk about... Uh, my personal shooting experiences, the things that I've gone through so far as I've gone on this, as I begin this journey, as I go on this journey, and uh, maybe you can learn from some of my mistakes. Um, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, uh, and I do appreciate the fact that you are listening, and I hope that I will be of help to you, and I really, um, in invite you to provide feedback 
uh, I, I, you can do that via email. Uh, my email address that I'm using for this podcast is, and I'll explain the reason for it uh, down the road, it's leftcoastlunatic at gmail.com. <laughs> Uh, not a long story as to where that comes from, but uh, I'll share it with you next time. But in the meantime, thanks again for listening. I do appreciate it. Thanks for bearing with me. Again, I'm trying to be more focused here. I hope hopefully get more focused as time goes on. And I'll catch you next time. In the meantime, go out there and shoot some stuff. See ya. <laughs>